Hamilton's gonna try again this time on the inside of Continental! Kimmy, what happened? It's fun. This is getting manipulated, man. Is that clock? Is that clock going slowly? It is! That's clock! I am stupid. I switch off everything. Okay, he pushed me off the track. I think you have to leave the space. All the time you have to leave the space. It's James, please hold position. I'm sorry. Hey! Hey! Steering wheel, somebody tell him to give it to Five seconds, he's a yay! Welcome to Reversive Podcast, where we are going to discuss today the Ferrari Motor Suicide. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, that's I, very I, yeah. accurate. I really couldn't couldn't come up with a joke because at this point it's getting really really disappointing and uh, yeah, it's a difficult, quite difficult to sit through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if it happens, you know, one or two two races, you are thinking, all right, there is still time. They're gonna bounce back, but it it just keeps happening. It just keeps happening right. about something or other. Like, despite having right. the one of the fastest cars, they keep finding ways to miss it up. Oh, yes. And um, apologies to all the listeners that we don't have. Um, we can right. make a review show on. Uh, uh, Austrian GP and the French GP weekends because one of us uh, has been traveling right. to a really nice place <laughs> and the other one is planning to travel. So right. yeah, we have been really not busy and that's the reason we couldn't yeah. provide you with the show. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But we are going to rectify and, and that tonight. It, oh, of course. And and anyway, we, we, we run very high quality production over here. Oh, yes. So, you know, it's yes. like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, and incidentally, I think the talking points over the last few weekends had been pretty much the same. Maybe not so much in the Austrian uh, weekend where Science's car wasn't fired. But right. um, it's it's almost yeah. We we kind of have to start with that. And uh, it's 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 a Ferrari thing. Um, and what <laughs> is it the thing now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I guess. So. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, I can't remember. I mean, we have been watching for a very limited time uh, mm-hmm. for F1, but we both go back and watch a lot of uh, shows. Uh, sorry, like the highlights, uh, summaries, and highlights and stuff. God damn highlights! I forgot the word. Yeah. You're saying summaries, um, yeah? Like I'm uh, presenting a business. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's just just that I honestly don't remember. Um, mm. any team growing up their strategies so consistently right. and i have a different take on it and i have yeah, given I my take yeah. i think last yeah. week uh, yeah. maybe we can get into detail of it but maybe you you can start us up with what happened this and how yeah. you were processing that yeah yeah so this we weekend uh, has been has been pretty straightforward bad for, for ferrari and i think they they have no one but they themselves to blame right i i know i i have talked to you about this offline and uh, many a times uh, your proposition was that uh, well ferrari strategy teams were in wrong but sometimes it it was one of the drivers namely science who was putting kind of awkward pressure on them and uh, they really couldn't do anything which to certain extent in certain situations might be considerable but still though let's come on uh you know it's, it's like, your team I, I, but I this weekend stood yeah. by it. i honestly too stood by my theory until i mean i shouldn't say until last weekend but at least even last weekend screw up where um after charles's dnf yes. science 
like suggested an alternate theory, alternate strategy. And then the people was like, oh, wait a second, our driver is suggesting something else. Maybe we can look into it. And then by the time they looked into it, um, science was already in a battle. And then yeah. they actually accepted what science wanted to do. But that, but then science thought, okay, maybe I can just go on and, you know, um, be yeah. on the strategy that I have given. Yeah, but you, um, you were also missing a pretty important part here. He was in a battle with Perez, like like wheel-to-wheel battle with Perez. And then they are talking on the radio, asking him, hey, can you box this lap? <laughs> so, okay, I, I have my take on it, right? I definitely yeah, have my take on it. Yeah. I know it's 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 two weeks old, and I know I'm I'm wearing a tinfoil hat here. Right. And um, you know, I I really appreciate the fact that you humor me all the time, try to take the opposite view and try to you know right. um, battle against my, right. my tinfoil hat. <laughs> um, so the way I saw it, the overtake of on Paris, it didn't really matter on science's race. Like yeah, okay, science would have overtaken him. But if they have already made the call that they're going to pit him, it absolutely doesn't matter if he overtakes or not. And the, the point that they called him, it was turn 17. So that was the turn before the pit, uh, the, 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 the pit lane entry, right? So the way I see it, it's not that they didn't know where he is. They didn't realize how much science is into it. You know what I mean? Like in their mind from the pit wall, maybe just you know, humoring them on this occasion. Maybe they were thinking like, okay, um, we are going to delay our call as late as possible, which is very, very natural for, for every race thing. And, <laughs> and usually the, the box box call goes oh really late. In the lab, right? Unless it's an undercut. Uh, it's attack. like the then, Alex then, Jones team level team file had. I'm yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I do understand. And, and that's why my Come on, I told that this is the, the team file. The but, team thought okay, he right. was not really into overtaking another driver. No, <laughs> I'm not saying he's not into, into over. Okay, all right. Yeah, the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I don't have a retort for that. Of course, he should have been. And their people should have understood that he's he's in a position to overtake he's gonna go for it but it really baffles me how can a race engineer or you know the the sole person the driver is communicating to um that person comes on to the radio during an overtake and says oh box box like there has to be a disconnect in understanding and i was just trying to justify it and the way i can rationalize it it's just okay the engineer might have understood the point that at that time and point with their strategy, that overtake has no bearing on them. And maybe they thought that science was comply, will comply with them if they wanted to bring him in. And, no, uh, you know. So. Yeah, no, I, I just think it's just the fact that he wasn't paying attention to the broadcast. That's you know what, I have said fair shares of them and I had to explain why I feel all right. Right, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. You tried. You, you tried and it's a valiant effort, but you know, it's just, it's just that they're incompetent. It's yeah. no excuse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incompetence, absolute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Given all of my explanations, right. I have to say right. that you have to be really fucking dumb to do right. that. That bring, uh, brings yeah. us to the to the, this race. Right. This race and so, the amazing strategy with uh, Shao Leclerc. Um, right. I, I I don't know if you have seen the uh, cool down room footage, but oh, yes, uh, I have. It, it it was kind of a heartwarming moment. Uh, two Mercedes driver and 
and max were laughing at ferrari it was like, all right ferrari is bringing two rivals together so it's kind of ah. heartwarming to see that you know? this is yeah this is almost uh, not almost this is a meme level event folding in front of our eyes right now <laughs> right Right. I mean, how can you day in and day out screw up either your strategy or your reliability, or one of your driver goes on and either makes a you know weird strategy call or bins it on the uh, you know the, when they are the race leader? I mean, right? Yeah, it's it's really strange and the way it's unfolding. It's I mean, it yeah, almost seems like match they... fixing from cricket, you know? Yeah, it almost yeah, seems like a... yeah they're doing something intentional. Yeah. The... trying to tank on purpose basically yeah exactly <laughs> they, 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 they are they are pulling the detroit michigan yeah um, right. uh, yeah uh, yes too right so with this uh, information uh, and now looking at hindsight do you think science is right to uh, you know assume that uh, the strategy team is complete dog shit okay okay <laughs> um, i have to okay I have to put this in perspective. I will try to, all right? I will try right. to take the blame away from Ferrari a little bit. I know you're right. up and arms for it. I know we are laughing at that. <laughs> right. But let's just rationalize. Let's just say like one of us is probably in the strategy team and we have to make the call. And right. it's it's difficult. It should not be it should not be, you know, uh this bad, but I'm going to defend saying that if it was you and me, yeah, we probably would have messed up similarly, all right? So let's just let's just be Yeah, uh, I mean I I will <laughs> tell you this I did apply for a job at Williams at strategy team strategy right. strategy teams but there is right. a reason I didn't get any uh, oh, call back yeah. from them. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and the Ferrari guys did. Yeah. All right. So Christian Horner said yeah. um which I think we should take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but but he mentioned that that uh, in the posters interview with sky the their original strategy was to start on yeah, the hard right I and true. then when the drivers like so usually what the drivers will um uh, is that they will put on a old tire that they have used during the quality session right um and then they will use that to go to the grid because you have to drive around the lap right, right to go there right Yeah. um when they were going to the grid they realized the track temps were so much Very down yeah. yeah so they were on the used soft tires and they couldn't get enough temperatures so they were right. slipping around yeah and according to horner that's why max and chico they decided to start on soft yeah that's right, right. i have heard that so. now right now if you go back to the quali session yeah both max and chico they had a scrappy quali Yeah, they used both of their soft tires. Uh, sorry, all three of their soft tires. Um, and they they used to um, uh, what's it called? Cool down laps and yeah. two uh, push laps on mm-hmm. both of their soft. Yeah, right. Because Checo had this uh, scrappy Q two, mm-hmm. and he got he got out there. And then for Max, he he really couldn't. uh get his mg uk to work because that was faulty part and they yeah, had to change and then yeah. all of that they they anyway, had failed to one right. engine mode yeah anyway yeah exactly uh i mean that was funny <laughs> failed to anyone like okay yeah exactly faulty to anyone but anyway um so they they both had soft tires which were at least two push laps old right yeah but compared to that um the old tire that Ferrari is mm. the medium one yeah. and their both of their medium tires were not used so they were 
origin like uh, fresh mediums yeah. and they use that to go to the lab so the yeah. my assumption is the track temp were so low that they could not get enough heat into the fuse soft but the ferrari were able to get enough heat into the medium so they didn't yeah. realize the starting on the medium is going to hurt them later and why it yeah. hurts them later is because of the rule we have in it that you yeah, have, have to, to use, use all the types. compounds that's fine that's right? fine but do right. we do we have to cover max do you have to right. be so up in arms that you right. have so to that's, cover max yeah so that's the big mistake that they made in my humble opinion yeah. is that when they realized that max and george they were both pitting at lap what was it 13 i think 16 at the end of the anyway, at yeah. the soft soft round yeah, yeah 13 or 14 so they fast yeah. so at that time it was science p p1 p2 i think p2 yes yeah, so, uh, no sorry science no, was science, the race leader because yeah, george p1 yeah yeah right and yeah. charles was almost get, getting in his drs right right and they pitted science at that point yeah now the mistake they are doing there is that they started with the medium tire exactly. we all understand that medium tires is supposed to hold up the speed for a longer time right yeah that's basic so if you start on the yeah if you start on the medium then you have to go long yeah but the but as martin brundle said and it was very evident from all of the pit stops is that in hungary the undercut was extremely powerful so max pitted and he undercut two drivers both of his uh, pit stops right right so I think the pit wall just panicked at that point. So they were yeah. like, "Okay, the yeah, the panic and have... uh, they 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 never thought to check the data from Alpine that the hards were too slow." No, no, no. Hold slow. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> I'm I'm really sorry. I'm like really kind to like thread things together here. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to get there. Um, okay. So so they had their first first set of pit stops around lap. Have, uh, within left 15 to 20 right first one, and yeah. they sacrifice their first medium now yeah. they have two options at that point either go on to hards or go yeah. on to medium because at lap 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 16 or 17 or 20 whatever you cannot yeah. go on to soft right. right right so obviously they will go on to the medium yeah. because at that point they already know that k mag who had a front wing damage in lap in i think second lap or first lap yeah, he was yeah, running really with really. the uh, hard tires he, yeah. he could not fire these things up yeah. but what happened is his tire was okay after lap 15 so that's why when binotto was asked about their tires by crofty which was yeah. i think their own lap 30 lap 35 mm. they said that oh the hard tires are uh, they are coming alive after 12 or 15 laps so they were actually paying attention to the hard tires it's right. not that they didn't pay attention now <laughs> they just chose the wrong data point yeah yeah anyway. yeah this is weird as hell and then what happens around lap 40 uh max realized that he has to pit i mean obviously he has to pit again because he pit really early yeah because yeah. they were running with the softs so right. they pit and he undercuts both signs and george right and yeah. that puts ferrari out like really really bad because at that time i think leclerc had like a 4 second lead from max yeah. Yeah. and they thought okay we are going to keep uh, uh track position compared to uh, getting the tire right Yeah. Because what would happen? So just just let's just play it out in our head, right? So around left forty, Max has a new set of mediums. Ferrari right. is running old set of mediums, uh, which is at that point around twenty three, twenty two, twenty three laps old. Yeah, right. About thirty 
lap. Yeah, yeah. May pro- probably like that. Yeah. So yeah. Max will be much faster than them. Yeah, so of if, course. If Max, right? So if they and, and and they know that they have used only two medium tires so far. Right. Right. So they have to pit again. So that means Max's undercut is absolutely sure. So when Leclerc pits, if like if he stays out, yeah. because he will be staying out on the old tire. Yeah. Like more than twenty laps old. If he stays out, then after he speeds after three or four laps, he will come out behind Max. You you are right? just missing one crucial point here. Okay. They they lost majority of this battle by not starting on softs. Exactly, and they didn't like. Okay, you know what? And that and exactly that was, that was, was even to... lost from Friday and Saturday when they didn't have enough fresh uh, fresh softs. Is it that? Yeah, wow. Toto said it know. on the okay. on the post match. Yeah. Oh, that's Sky. really okay. That's that's really weird. Like if they didn't do any soft soft tire run, or they did really little soft tire run. Yeah, it's really like weird. no 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 fresh one. And uh, yeah, because the strange also, thing yeah. is they mm-hmm. like the soft tire was holding up for almost 15, 15, 17 yeah. laps. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And and so the, the weird and and even Matt did not need need to pit when he did, but he just did because Russell was doing the same. So Russell just. Put out a call saying that the rears are starting to go, and Max yeah. said, "All right, he he will pit, and Red Bull took the chance. It's like perfect yeah. time." Yeah, that's true. So I will come to my second point. Why why Ferrari is looking like a clown every every yeah. Um, so during the second pit stop, it was happening around lap four, right? And we know, or we have also seen towards the end of the the, the drivers could go almost 15 to 20 on those softs, and yeah, without falling off. Yeah. But the problem with, like they had, is that if they stayed out long enough, then they are absolutely sure that they will come out like five, ten seconds behind Max, and they have to overtake oh. on yeah. track, which is difficult, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. But at the same time, they would have maybe five or ten left fresher tire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the fresher tire has to be either hard or soft. So if around lap forty, lap forty, if they don't pay, the next time they can pay. And not take the hard tire. Yes, la- it's about lap fifty-five. Lap 50. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Lap fifty-five and fifteen laps for Max with fresher tire, where his gap was around four seconds from Charles when he yeah. hit it. Yeah, he would absolutely murder him. Like there is no way. Listen, like he he, he, would, would, he would probably like pass Charles. Yeah, by the, sure. Like, when when they were going to. Hit. Sure. Now now everyone is missing also another point is that. We are just assuming the party would be really fast in the softs, right? But we saw with science. I mean, they they were not. It, science was not. Yeah, but science's last stint on the ah, softs were similar to George's own. You are conflating science with Charles. See, all we we know will 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 like to say that all the drivers are created equal, like God said, and whatever the fuck. Right, but not all drivers true. are not not created equal. Mm-hmm. Look at Max and Perez. All right, I mean you cannot compare Sainz's pace with uh, Charles's. That's that's not fair. Yeah, that's that, that's true. There is some truth into it, but I don't think Charles is one second a lap faster than Sainz. That's definitely not the case. Listen, there is a gap. There there would be a couple of maybe half a tenth, one tenth gap between Sainz and Charles, yeah. but not that much. If Sainz can like if Science's pace and George's pace on older uh, mediums are similar. I Listen, really don't see. Do you do you think that taking hard tires 
by Charles at that point was the absolute worst decision in recent uh, no, absolutely history? Absolutely not. I'm just uh, like, okay, so this is where the second point comes in, right? I told you. I promised you there is a second point. Uh, so the second point you are, is... You are making me sleepy, man. You are boring as all right. with like... Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but but uh, yeah, I want to give, give Ferry a fair chance. All right. Uh, to be defended. Um, so my second point is the main, like the major mistake here is making time and time again is they are being reactive. Yeah, They're exactly. Not being proactive. And not just that. Sometimes uh, not reacting and not doing anything is better than reacting. Just that's fucking stay true. out. Just sometimes, stay out. yeah. Sometimes that's yeah. true. In fact, they have proved they have proved that not reacting is right in Austria. Yeah. Like in Austria, Max pitted twice and Char overtook him. On track, yeah, I think yeah. three times. Exactly, exactly. Like Charles was undone. They have to trust their driver. Yeah, it's 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 wild. It's it's really wild, man. And and everyone. When I say everyone, I I mean everyone. Like had the same question, right? So like uh, even the Sky people asked Toto openly that. So what did you think of uh, Ferrari putting the hearts on Charles's uh, car? Like direct questions like that, right? Right. When when do you ever see that that another team's team principal is asking about a specific detail like that after a day? It's unprecedented, honestly. It's really weird. I, I I really think it's it's really strange. But really, at the same time, I think Ferrari just like we are going to see the end result where Ferrari had to put the hard tires on him. But I think you have hit the nail on his head. Like it was like the consequences. Of a wrong decision, which was made at the very beginning of, of yes, the race. right. Like right. they started on the medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Because and they kind of box box them into that decision. They couldn't have switched to the soft tires at lap for lap forty. They couldn't have waited until lap fifty five because that would be disastrous. Right. Um. And yeah, so the only option they had is switching to the hearts. And uh, well, what they did is, I don't know if it's worse or or better because they they were on the hearts for. I think 10, 12 laps yeah. um, where almost and everyone in the top five passed him. And then they were like, oh, here you go on the socks now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's model. It's, it's, uh, and uh, I, I, I also was trying to justify this thing by thinking that, all right, where Ferrari expecting a rain maybe towards the end of the second stint. So uh, they put, uh, you know, they people, Peter early with the second uh, medium and uh, they thought that there will be rain ca- coming in so they, they will have to change the compound anyway so it, it wouldn't matter and the rain might stop towards the end of the race and they will go on the slicks right yeah that would actually make sense I don't know that's I mean, the as, only as the re- that I had in my mind I mean we could see in, in, in the uh, radar data that there was never really a realistic chance of heavy downpour so that's that they, right. they will have to change you know yeah. Uh, to the interest at, at, at almost any point but it's just that throughout the race they prioritize track position over yeah. competition I guess um, and, and very strangely they did exactly the opposite in Austria and then yes. they won the race and, they and got it's also the difficult result. to overtake in Austria right? Yes. It's, I feel like Austria and Hungary the, the race tracks are I mean obviously the layouts are different or, you, but, but yeah it's a similar vibes I get what you're saying. It's kind of similar vibe it's not very wide tracks yeah. the, the, it's very right uh, right uh, front uh, oriented track Oh yeah. Um, and the digs are very similar 
given the temperatures are quite different yeah. um, but it's just that, like the track track characteristics seem to be somewhat similar in our naked yeah. eye i guess i guess i'm wrong but yeah no yeah i, 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 I also I, I also felt the same that it's kind of there there is a similar vibe going on there. It's, it's it's true um but yeah it's, it's absolutely weird and um, i i don't know what's going on over there and uh, there is something to be said about consistency as well because science comes out with a new engine is unstoppable right and what happened we don't know we yeah, don't which know. is i mean it was also very unexplicable what happened to software like he was as yeah. slow as george on the i mean uh, i remember since baku there was some team principal which have been privately saying uh, it seems that uh mercedes becomes really really freakishly fast towards the end of the right yeah. so we have heard that yeah. um when they stop proposing they are really really fast when they have less fuel load they right. become like fastest on track right. but that being said george was not as fast as lewis no and because lewis some... was on fresher soft exactly yeah. and for some reason science was not that fast like he was almost one and a half seconds slower than lewis which that's which so cannot be explained odd. with just car characteristics right yeah um, that that was very odd i i don't know so, what's going on yeah. is it like is it like in some so i i have heard some people saying that you know lower temperatures somehow brings the mercedes to life um but you know how much can that affect like i, I don't know I, well apparently mercedes has been you know very consistently alive throughout all the tracks they have been finishing in top 5 in all races so that is true you know, but you know what i mean yeah that that is true and uh, you know uh, i think uh, louis louis not louis but george has more podiums than charles now and that's something I, isn't it that louis also have more podiums than i think louis has six podiums yeah louis has six and charles is five then yeah charles is five yeah, louis yeah, is six exactly. yeah, yeah. it's it's really yeah that kind of gives you the whole picture like how, yeah yeah uh, that, that yeah but that being said uh, red bull strategy it oh was absolutely master yeah yeah it's just spot on decisions after decisions right and like, and they were being very proactive like they started with the uh, early pit stops after yeah. the, with the softs yeah um they made the undercuts work yeah um so like it's it's almost like it exemplified how you can be aggressive with a strategy although you start uh, in considerably lower position. position yeah yeah where you are come where you have to come through the pack like checo doesn't have the pace the, the race pace that max has right but even even with him and and the strategy which is pretty similar to max's strategy yeah um except for the end of the second stint i think checo yeah, went yeah, considerably yeah. long, went long. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was race leader for a couple of laps also but anyway, anyway um it's just it kind of shows that what you can make out of any position that you start into yeah and and, and I, agree. I, i think that's really commendable like it's not yeah. just yeah obviously max drove really phenomenal probably one of the best races that i have watched oh yeah um Absolutely. like consistently he was within 10 seconds of the leaders starting from the very beginning yeah yeah um he made a very cautious start where he was like it was obvious he's trying to avoid any contact with everyone else and around him it, that's that's a new for max like but yeah uh, yeah <laughs> that, that that's definitely yeah. um but but after that like he's overtaken alonso it was yeah. amazing yeah. amazing like, amazing he forced alonso to move a bit wide on turn 3 and then he compromised the line and it's, it's like yeah it's, it's really beautiful 
Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of Perez, I think uh, if the VSC wasn't there, uh, I think Horner was also saying it. If the VSC wasn't there, uh, maybe he could have gotten the fourth, even ah, the third. I don't know. I really don't know. The VSC was there for two laps, and Checo was fast, but I don't think he could have caught. He could Sainz have caught Science. Was... At the end of the race, signs were three point nine seconds. So I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I know. About, Horner about is kind of. And, no, no. I know. I, I know that. But uh, about three and a half seconds that gap, right? In two yeah. laps, and the way signs was struggling, like the way Lewis just blew past him. Uh, I I don't think uh, it would have been that hard for Checo because he was on pressure maybe, tire as well. Maybe. Yeah. But oh, we don't know. Yeah, let's let's, let's just forget it up. Oh, by the way, I I wanted to touch about another thing as well. Which is what's going right. on with VS sisters and Russell getting the jump always? Yeah, what is up with? I them? mean, well, it's 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 just two two races back. To back. Yeah, but still, so that kind of two two races is one too many. Man. Like once with che- Checo Perez, all right, maybe Perez was sleeping or whatever. Then on the Ferrari, I mean, they were also sleeping. I, I don't know. Is he doing something sneaky, clever? He, I mean, he he must be. He he must be like. Got it down to a science, whereas yeah. he knows, like, okay, you know what? Like, usually they get like, uh, I think six or ten seconds heads up before right. the thing ends, and they have this, uh, what's it called, mini sector markers. Yeah. So, like, they have a time delta where they have to reach the mini sector marker only after that time and yes. before some other delta time. So, I think like. He's he's using that to affect. I think I I I was going to say something very similar. I think he's just uh, he's just trying to estimate um, a time when that will expire. So he's letting the delta go up a bit, and he's yeah, starting but, to accelerate b- b- before the yeah, VSC officially yeah, closes. So yeah. he can maintain the delta as well as he's already on a faster inertia. So yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean like nailing that. That must be what's happened. Other than yeah. that, like I, I, I there is no explanation. I, I'm I'm sure. Well, it's it's a bit naive to be sure about anything with this. Uh, the way the races are being run for the last one and a half seasons. That's uh, true. But maybe they're telling consistently earlier that hey. It's no, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but you know. If he's consistently jumping the VSC ending call, I'm I'm sure there will be some kind of reporting, and I'm sure the other teams are looking at looking at that. Yeah, like of, because course, of course. The time is same for everyone else when when the thing ends. Yeah, uh, that was a Will Buxton quote, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on from that. Um, so, what do you um, what did you make of the Marks performance? Like starting from the quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Firstly, I think Lewis could have been on pole uh, if his DRS opened properly during the quali right? That's that thing God. number one because I think he would have gotten the pace. Uh, second thing is okay, George Russell got a got an immense pace. I I think if if, uh, if the Mercedes people are anything to b- believe in this regard. And they shouldn't be believed because they are famous for sand sandboxing. But oh, yeah. if if we still uh, believe them, it's that they didn't know where George's came from, apparently, right? Um, but I'm sure they do know. But if they don't, that actually poses an interesting problem because um, engineers like to know something when something works, okay? Otherwise, it's not uh, replicable. Are you so sure? I don't think for <laughs> engineers are not working. <laughs> well, <that's... laughs> I'm sorry, that was a cheap shot. <laughs> That is true. That's, but yeah, but uh, coming to the race, right? 
okay george uh, started with the poll but uh, um his softs were softs actually started going early which was kind of expected because ferrari light of the pace you know on the mediums were kind of catching up to george even with the yeah, yeah. mediums right um but i think the mediums were actually working the best for ferrari yeah like, the they were even faster yeah. than red yeah of course of course and um, yeah then george had to pit early and george was actually on a similar strategy as max if you yeah he had to pit uh, uh, that's why he, he didn't have an entire left at the end because his first stop was that early so um, the second pit was that also- is true so until the end i think until the end of this first and a half stint when he yeah. got past Yeah. Until that time he was kind of leading and he had command and he was defending really well. It was yeah. quite entertaining. Yeah. And after that he kind of disappeared. Like the moment he dropped into P2 and P3 that position just like he you couldn't really see him in the race anymore and it yeah. it, it became all about how far is Trentis away and how Max is gaining on them. Uh, yeah, so I think I I think what George was trying to do is to save his tire, manage his tire for as long as he can, so that he could come on the softs late. Um, but it did not work out for some reason. He tried to save it, but it did, it did not uh, get saved. And he was also complaining about the drizzle. The light drizzle was going on. And oh it, boy, it was almost everyone. There is a light drizzle there. There is light. I mean. and even max uh, sorry even crofty and bundle they were just like yeah for the drivers perspective you know a little bit of rain it can seem right. like a lot of rain um, because they are covering a lot of ground in a very small amount of time so it's like you know getting your seems, face yeah. face with a lot of bugs when yeah. you're running too fast something like that um, but then yeah it was it was a whole bunch of rain complain and that was probably the longest edging about rain i have ever yeah. had. <laughs> throughout the race and uh, oh, it was man. an exciting end but in yeah, the end yeah even even at the nothing. exciting end right so last lap is going on max and luis both are on the last lap sector 1 is ending crofty is excited the gap is 8 ah. seconds can luis hamilton yeah. cover the 8 seconds gap oh, because he is on a new tires and max's tires are going I and mean, there is rain it's honestly it's it's almost yeah you know it's not even it's okay it's okay we 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 saw around lap 10 when they were celebrating all the new drivers and stuff and they even apologized to the world feed and it kind of reminded me of the fact that yeah we are we are getting their feed because our providers are not active enough to provide the local local language feeds and stuff so yeah. we cannot dunk on them every week um uh, yeah well, it they, is what it is. they they can pander to the to the crowd and there is something to be said about Lewis Pace like I think that was almost as scary as Brazil last. Yeah. Yeah, like if it's a thing, kind of things to come with a vengeance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If this is a sign of things to come, I mean they they should start thinking about Mercedes as well. I mean, and I am all, almost inclined to believe that uh, Mercedes might end up being the second constructor after Red Bull. I mean, seems like because George has been you know consistently pulling his car uh, in the top 5 almost yeah. every race now yes or maybe one race he could but anyway um and you know Ferrari has been dropping the ball every other race with at least one of their cars yeah uh, i think they have you know what i feel like they almost have a dnf 
for at least one car going back to last three or four races. Mm. That is crazy. Mm. Um, so so I, I really wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the season if uh, Ferrari comes in P3 in the constructors. Yeah, and that, that will be really sad for especially Ferrari fans because arguably with the fastest car on the grid, if you finish third, that's that kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, but it's it, it's kind of historically so. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's Ferrari. It's it's what they do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh. All right. Moving on from the. Okay. Yeah. You have. Yeah. To, no. No. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Um. So moving on from the top three. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of Ocon's defense against Alonso? Yeah, that is. That is one hell of a thing there, right? Um, and uh, Al- Alonso was asked after the race uh, by the F1 crew that uh, were you frustrated? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might have been a frustrated race um, behind your teammate. And he said, no, no, there was no frustration. I was just following team's order. So make of that what you will, right? There is ah, no frustration okay. there. I was just following team's orders. All right. Team's order. So there has been some order. I mean, all right. So uh, taking view from that, um, yeah. So we are we are going to introduce some new segment of our podcast today, right. and one of those new segments we have named the broken news. So news yeah. that that are not breaking anymore. Yeah, uh, it has already been broken, and we are just yes, we're breaking anyway. Yeah. So do you think, in lieu of the news that has broken like today, that uh, Fernando is moving to Aston Martin at the end of this season? Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. that has something to do with that decision and and the way Open. Let's say Ocon was able to defend, and the way Otmar has been treating Alonso and his yeah. flight throughout might be, might not be right. I mean, see, uh, at at this at this position, they have nothing to lose with Alonso uh, because Alonso is leaving any anyway. So they might want to keep Ocon happy, which is fair enough. But also on the other hand, Alonso is free to do whatever the hell he wants. He could. You know, he could not follow the team orders, right? Uh, he's free to do that yeah, as well I mean, because... The first time, in the first lap, you can still imagine someone defending crazy like that. But the weirdest yeah. part was after the first pit stop, when yeah. Ocon came out and kind of compromised Alonso's battle with Ricciardo and then Ricciardo just passed because, him something. Well, that was a great pass, by the way, by Danidic, which which is Definitely. few and far between these days. So I was kind of happy to see that. That was a crash. It, it, it was really exciting, but I think it was also true what Martin mentioned on the feed that that pass had more to do with how Ocon behaved on the racetrack, uh, yeah, not leaving enough. any room room for Alonso, uh, than what Danny Rick pulled up. I mean, obviously, it was a really nice move and, and it, it needed some uh, bravado, let's say, yeah. to pull that off. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it, it was quite strange seeing. One teammate compromising the other, both kind of getting nicked uh, I, in the process. Yeah, I did. I didn't really un- understand what happened. I mean, maybe behind the scenes, uh, when Alonso declared the decision, maybe a lot of things happened. We we don't know, or maybe I guess so. Like yeah. now, it kind of makes sense. Like I'm sure this has been going on for a while, and now it kind of puts in perspective how. Otmar has been so supportive of Piastri, which is, I mean, come yeah. on, you have to be supportive of him. Yeah, I am glad. Um, but at the same time, yeah, the way he has, Otmar has been criticizing Alonso and, uh, you know, like not giving any slack because he has his fair share of bad luck and uh, crashes and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, it was a bit strange. Like, 
you could you could almost feel that in long term relationship between the team principal and and, and the driver like I was it's not going to be fostered really it's well not v- v- that kind viable of like it it was to be ended but then again what is this career move for alonso why why aston martin well it, it it's on like, brand like he he is well known for making disastrous career, career moves right fair, fair um, enough yeah so uh, apart from his initial move to renault Yeah. and his uh, his first first move yeah first move to ferrari yeah. uh, everything else so his move to mclaren first time ended in disaster where the the, the whole uh, you know the uh, mclaren spy gate i guess with yeah. ferrari's documents and stuff uh, those things came into the picture he got fired from mclaren allegedly yeah. um then his second stint with mclaren we know how how that went and anyone listens to the uh, you know the intro of our podcast uh, right <laughs> they they will also know how yeah. how that went um with alpine there was a lot of hope i mean with renault there had been a lot of hope i think renault has been ruining drivers uh, for, for quite a long time now they have a track a track, track history um track record with that um and now with aston martin i mean so there is there is a fun conversation to be had here So Stroll started with Williams, right? And his first teammate in Williams was Massa, and yeah. uh, Massa re- retired when uh, when he was his teammate, and then Valtteri came in. Right. Then Stroll moved to Aston Martin. I mean, which is which used to be Force India, which used to be Racing Point, and um, here is almost retired. Uh, you know, he almost didn't have a drive, and Red Bull kind of uh, picked him up at the last moment. Yeah. So his his career kind of got saved. Uh, Stroll had Sergei Sirotkin as his uh, teammate, and Sirotkin also kind of left F1. Now it's Vettel. So that that brings our second broken news. Vettel is retiring. Yeah. Vettel is retiring. Yeah. For um, you have all the listeners with a keen ear would have already guessed it because we said Alonso is going to Aston Martin. Yes. So yeah. and we know Stroll ain't going anywhere. So, oh boy, I, I like yeah. I'm I'm going to cheer that day where where Stroll leaves F1. I mean that dude can drive, um, but you know, uh, lot of you also can drive, and and there are millions of other people who can drive. Like that's not a that's not a bar to clear to be in F1. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a that's a conversation we should never have because he's not there with his capability. He's there with his dad's money. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 honestly. despicable at this point where vettel retires alonso replaces him and stroll is still there in that it's absolutely abhorrent yeah um, yeah but a- anyway so it 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 seems like he he is kind of toxic right he, he it just seems like anyone who goes near to him kind of ends up either out of f1 yeah and i think at, at this moment the whole aston martin team is like red radioactive just, just don't go there yeah. like, why would you yeah it's true and uh, it's also pretty obvious that Alonso probably is going there because he didn't have any other choice, and AM probably offered a whole bunch of money to him. Yeah, probably. But this is probably his last in in F1, unless F1. Aston Martin does like a U-turn and you know, uh, all on a sudden pulls off some kind of magic. It's which is like, yeah, it, it, it's time for Alonso to close the windows off. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it has been a great career. Phase he has had. You know, he he has had world championships. I mean, what more do you have to be there? It's, it's no, fun. I mean, he also has his fair share of bad luck. So, like, if 
if if luck was with him, he probably would have ended up with at least three championships instead of two. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, as Martin will say, these things are like a day short and uh, sorry, a dollar short and dollar short. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so um, I think that's that's almost our review on all the teams. I um, yeah, yeah. If you if you have uh, anything to mention on on any another oh, special yeah no a special mention on Sabe. Who is right. consistently uh, getting ten positions on an average each race? Um, yeah, yeah, that's you. You kind of understand why why he's retiring. Um, yeah. A driver at, at his level with skill and at his uh, you know stature, it's just it's... unless you're alone. So uh, <laughs> it, it I guess becomes a bit tough. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's sad uh, kind of uh, situation there. But then again. Um, it's his decision. He also said he wants to spend some time with his growing kids and stuff like that. Honestly, I do understand that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, luck, we definitely wish all the best to him, and yeah. uh, we'll probably see him advocating this uh, platform, and probably he will stick around to to make it fun better uh, in the coming years. Hopefully, hopefully we see him on the paddock or someone. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's a good sight when Vettel is there. Um, and yeah, I do understand he was not well liked. I do understand he has fights with Weber. He took wins from Weber and all that stuff. I do understand, but it's racing. He was young and he changed like yeah, changed yeah. A lot and I think it's, a... it's it's the the feeling is very similar at least for me with Lewis. Like he, oh yeah, I acknowledge yeah. it's, it's absolutely beast of a racer, and there is almost yeah. no one at his at his peak. There is no one close to him. Yeah. Um. And and. I wouldn't say hate, but at, at least the f- negative feeling that sometimes we have or I have against him is just because he's so dominant. It has nothing to do with his personality or the person. He's just a great, amazing persona. And, and um, I think yeah. that you will... Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just two things for me, right? There is not no head about his driving. Like, absolutely, pr- probably one of the best drivers ever to drive at F1. Like, top five easily, right? Um, but... No, oh, yes. Yeah, the... The, the thing is sometimes, not now, not this season, but sometimes um, the way he spoke to the media seemed very vague and very condescending and very, uh, and it just assumed that how, you know, <laughs> yeah, as, but, uh, yeah. as if low, low IQ fucks, right? And not only that, <laughs> another thing is uh, the whole F1 media, English language F1 media that we had the misfortune to follow because there is no other language we can follow F1 I mean, in. No one right? is keeping us from following the Spanish F1 media, I guess. I mean, uh, Google Translate has to work uh, over time to make us, uh, you know, our customer there. But yeah, the, the, the thing is that so that kind of adds a level of annoyance because yeah, it just, just seems like all right, this guy is uh, this guy has everything. Everyone love, loves him. Everyone <laughs> falls backward into their ass to yeah, l- yeah, love yeah. him. He spins the PR narrative all on himself. And it seems like so, at least. All the media is out for him. He has the best car. Like, all, right, all right, it's, enough it's no fun fun to... enough, enough. all right. Enough. Enough. All right. Stop there. Come it's on. no head. <laughs> Everything I said was positive, right? Yeah, yeah. But because yeah. we have that contrarian thing, we have to hate it because it's so good. That's the thing. It's 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 not uh, you know what I'm sure it's not him it's it's mostly obviously it's also not Mercedes. Him. Oh yeah, just, yeah, no 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 I mean not him as a racer like I I, yeah, I feel yeah. like if he moves to Ferrari or if he moves oh, to uh, McLaren or something I yeah think, yeah uh, yeah yeah there's, there's some at the same time like 
I, yeah. I like the fact that I can still enjoy objectively how how good their uh, a racer he is. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, no 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 doubt. This that's a cookie to be had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, But anyway, so like we have we have some more segments, uh, new segments. Um, so we are we are starting to give away some more awards from this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the first one is called uh, Rafa Varan, the big brain of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I think it needs some explanation why why I chose Rafa Varane for this. Right. Um, I'm going to choose someone else every week, but I really wanted to start with Varane because I'm a Real Madrid fan. And man, oh man, he, he is definitely the king of um, defending and uh, scoring same side goals. It's just, <laughs> yeah, opponents love him. Uh, teammates also love him when he's right. he, he so like for all the yanks out there i i example so he's um kind of like your bet farm uh, yeah, he give you championship but but a lot of interceptions that's a very yeah, good yeah. that's a very good analogy yeah. uh yeah i know and also he, he he is your pick girl he, he he's gonna he's gonna take you to the super bowl fourth quarter but then <laughs> uh, he will call for a throw at the one year line right um, <laughs> so that's a, so that's our big ben award and and i will pro- probably ask ask who who you are going to uh, your big brain award, award of this one. um right i are you going to go for the low hanging no i'll not it's really for hard not it's, to. It's, it's, yeah <laughs> it is too easy to give it to ferrari there right but, um, it's too hard to not give it to ferrari as well i think so <laughs> It's it's absolutely difficult to find anyone else. Yeah, uh maybe Danny Rick because of that collision but uh, that cost him 5 seconds and two uh, penalty points by the way. Right. But um eh, yeah, Ferrari. I I can't give it to Danny. All right. Yeah. yeah. I I I assume as much. Uh since you have taken my choice and almost everyone else's choice uh, <laughs> on this one, I I am going to give my big brain of the week award to Ocon for his absolute great defense at lap one <laughs> gaining his own own chance uh, and to race against teammates. Lewis Hamilton and his teammates race also yeah, to that's, a yeah that's, I mean, that's it, a very good point it, it was it was really oh, it's, really it's, bad show sport oh, oh, oh by the way you you have been calling it big ben award instead of you can call it big ben award as well because ben rothless for oh. oh, oh boy we okay. named no, it no, it's, it's, it's too so, much yeah. it's too much we are we are yeah. dunking on the nfl week um all right the, the second of the four awards we are going to give this week uh, the second one is called hannah gasby chair of the week <laughs> <laughs> uh, why oh. hannah gasby i implore anyone who is listening to go and watch her stand up special oh, um if they can see through it they will be the chair uh, but really don't don't watch it and that's the yeah. hint why we are saying it <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and maybe I can go with this one first. Yeah, please. And uh, I'm going to give the chair of the week award to Danny Rick for his overtake on both of the Alpines <laughs> in one corner. That was absolutely glorious. Yeah, yeah. It well, was like yeah, uh, yeah. It 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 almost reminded me of the of the time when um, Mikakin and Mad Schumacher right. on the outside of a back marker going into uh, the. Uh, the, I, I forgot the name of the street in, in Spa, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's almost a move like that. So my my award goes to him. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I think um, my award would go to George Russell for defending the way he did uh, at oh, the first no. stint. Oh no! Okay. 
Yeah. That's um, all. That, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. so you, you're giving Chad of the Week for his pole position. Yes, that's Is right. Uh, and a pole, <laughs> pole, pole, pole position lap until his first stint when he held off basically the the Ferraris with amazing defense and at, at the start as well, right? Uh, so yeah, okay. for that, uh, I kind of give it to him and then quite going with the theme of Hannah, Hannah Garth's Gatsby, the first half was incredible. The second half, it, it kind of fell off. So it's apt, I think. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's not punch him down. Let's right. not punch down. Yeah. Um, Only punching down is... if I think he's below me. The third one is Champions League runner-up award um, <laughs> for something, an achievement that no one remembers. Absolutely right. no one cares. <laughs> and I, I, I was going to nominate George Russell's poll lab for this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> because, oh. <laughs> because like it was, it, it was a valiant effort and yeah. uh, it, was, it was a really, really good lab. Right. He didn't have any purple sector as right. opposed to go to Fihari one. Um, but it in the end it, it didn't come it off didn't come up to come up to a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's a good point. Um okay, uh, let me think. Uh, I think I will give this award to oh I think I will give this award to the weather forecast. I mean ah, yeah. yeah, it it, it yeah. was prevalent through throughout the day. Like since FP3, we are talking about weather, 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 weather. I mean, there's so much Rumble talk. Quite but a lot, but yeah, and zero race, zero effect on the on the actual race. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> I think I think that's yeah. true. That's yeah, that's a very apt yeah. apt award, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. And and the last one we have is uh, McDonald's Salads Award. It's it's for <laughs> it's for participation in the race, it's for being there. Yeah. It's a heartwarming thing. So yeah. who are you gonna get? Who are you gonna give your McDonald's participation? I, I think I will destroy Albon. Uh, <laughs> it's it's for nothing else. But uh, at the end of the race on the radio, he asked what what was the podium like, and he was asking how how did that happen? And his engineer said, "Oh, there's a lot of things to express. There is not enough time." Yeah. Right, like so, it's, it was hard, hard work that even Albon at 17th position was wondering how did the Ferraris fuck up? <laughs> right, so, so I think that really, that really I puts think, things, things into perspective. Oh, yeah. I think it's a, it's a great award. I mean, and and quite like a salad in a, in a in a, a McDonald's. I mean, Albon is in William, so that is quite a good analogy there as ah. well. I think. It's it's really sad because it seems like this week both of the McDonald's salad <laughs> participation award is going to William, and I'm going to give my award to Could to Nicholas Latifi because for his purple sector. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, also FP, also FP three, but he, he's pop, pop purple first sector in the quality where he ended up in P twenty anyway. Um, he tried, yeah, but he's not good. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and uh, by the way, I I don't know if, if you heard uh, all the team reviews at the end. I was listening to listening to it, and Gotifi was actually mad. He was shouting, engineer, like, "What happened to that?" And uh, the engineer to say something about la- yesterday. Okay. I, said, I don't care about yesterday. I care about care about this race. What 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 happened to the car? We we have to talk about blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, man. I mean. <laughs> 
do you watch your own lessons bro <laughs> what's happening here <laughs> Did oh no did the fifth three get into your head and you thought you were amazing for a moment i think that one powerful sister ruined him <laughs> i'm telling you now he is ptsd <laughs> oh now yeah. that he has the taste of the color purple he can't let it go yeah. yes it's it's the taste of success son is yeah. <laughs> the fp3p1 <laughs> i i just wish I just wish Junior Stroll had the same reaction to his races. Like he he had been a pole sitter, but oh god, it's really really hard to watch him on on the track now. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's our roundup before the uh, summer break starts. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we are going to see a difference uh, in the strategies in the Ferrari, or yeah. it's it's really gonna be a really boring season. starting from uh, the next or next maybe marks can uh, make it really interesting i am just counting on them at this point i don't know <laughs> i guess so, I, i mean it seems like they are definitely out of the wdc calculation yeah, um yeah. so right. yeah maybe they will make the constructors a bit important but you know uh, i don't know uh, who, who really cares about constructors championship except yeah. for matia binotto because when he was asked about <laughs> <laughs> what the implication has of uh, max's bad quality uh, and and uh, on the sky field and he said oh, the implication is on the constructors like, yeah sure <laughs> sure sure buddy <laughs> of course oh my all right God. so yeah. that's it from us i think for this week yeah um and if you catch us next again after a couple of years uh, <laughs> i wish you luck yeah and and thank you for listening again after this big big of a gap but in our defense we we had amazing breaks and stuff stuff like you know and you know oh, it's, right. it's uh, it is what it is i saw elephants son i i don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right okay all right see you it slides out and away we go it slides out